Welcome back to a podcast that we call Yes, You Can Lead, Life and Leadership Lessons from me, your host, Chip Nightingale. If you haven't yet, would you do me a favor and click the follow button for the podcast so that you can stay current with all the new episodes and leave a review, which helps people to be confident in the information they are receiving. My goal with this podcast is to help encourage people, businesses, coaches, pastors, and families when it comes to life and leadership lessons. Last week, we are starting a, we started a four-part series called Contentment. We talked specifically about fleeing the things that distract us from being the leaders we are called to be. And today, we're going to talk about following. And what type of leader are we supposed to follow? So let's dive into episode number 16, part two of being content. Welcome back to a a four-part series that we are doing on contentment. And last week we talked about fleeing things, fleeing the things in this world that cause us and prevent us from being the leaders that we're supposed to be. For me, we talked about specifically things that, that distract me and it could be money or it could be pride, it could be fame and how important it is that we flee from those things. The next thing we're going to talk about today really coincides with a verse that comes from fleeing because 1 Timothy 6, 11, it says, but as for you, O man of God, flee these things. And then he dives right in and says, pursue, or you could say, follow, follow this type of person. But if you want to be a great leader, you need to pursue these types of things. Someone with righteousness, godliness, faith, love, steadfastness, and gentleness. I was at a wedding last weekend that I had the privilege of being a part of. And uh, the bride and the groom, they gave me this gift. It's a compass. What was so unique about this compass is that instead of there being a north, it says God. God is the north. God is the guide for us, the the direction we should be heading. We should be heading into his direction. And on the back of the compass, it says this, path of God. And it uses a, a verse from Psalm, Psalms 32, verse 8. It says, I will guide you along the best pathway for your life. I will advise you and watch over you. Do you believe that? Do you believe that God will guide you along the best pathway of your life. Because if you do, guess what he's going to do? It says right there, I will advise you and watch over you. Isn't that kind of a cool picture? So when you think about a leader, that's what you should desire. Someone that when you look at them, that you go, man, they have the characteristics of God. Unfortunately, in our in our culture today, we, we see godly men falling. But let's just be honest. All of us godly men have fallen. It's just whether or not we've admitted it or not. A pastor today just came out today that a pastor has stepped away. I don't know for how long or if it's temporary or permanent, but he stepped away because of some mistakes that he made because he began to follow his lustful path instead of following God's path. And many times we'll, we'll look at a situation like this and say, man, I can't believe that happened. I can't believe that that person did that, blah, 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 blah. But the reality is, is that you probably have done it too. Just nobody has caught you yet. Because it's happened to me. It's happened to me. If, I, if I'm being as transparent as possible, I have done those things. And truthfully, I have not been a great leader most of my life. And at times I'm still struggling with it. And the reason why is because I'm not, I'm not holding on to the characteristics that God has, has placed in front of us. 
So there's some things that I want to talk about in regards when he talks about pursue, he's he's talking about pursuing these specific things, godliness, the character and conduct. What is our what does our character and conduct look like? What do what do people see within us? But maybe we should go a whole step further and say not only what do they see within us, what does God see in us when nobody else sees it? I constantly get trapped in my desires and lust for things that are of this world, for something better. And ultimately, I'm not content. And that's the reason why we're doing this. And it's the reason why I've been struggling through this. Because reality is, is this is hitting me square between the eyes. It's like David and Goliath and I'm the rock that's getting hit in the, in the middle of the forehead. I'm Goliath. And it's pounding on me because ultimately I've had to admit to myself that I haven't always done a very good job of proclaiming characteristics of godliness. I love this quote. It says, people will follow you when you build the, the character to follow through. <laughs> Don't you love that? People will follow you when you build the character to follow through. So what do people see? Do you follow through? Do you have godly characteristics? Do you say and do what you say you're going to do? I made a commitment to uh, Don when I came back to, and took this job that I would at least stay for five years. I would, I would uh, commit to five years. But it's been interesting. In the, I've been here over just a little over two years. How many times where I've questioned whether or not this was the right thing for me? So contentment, contentment is, is so important. Godliness. The next thing is faith. The greatest ability is dependability. Can people depend on you? Can they depend on your faith? Can they depend on, on your responsibility? Can they depend on who you are? The third thing is love or agape love. I, I, I love it because uh, it defines really the specifics of it. It's to seek to give, not to gain. Seeks to give, not to to gain, I just was talking with someone yesterday and they were talking about someone who had applied for a job for them and they gave them an ultimatum. Let me tell you something, that is not the characteristics of a godly leader, someone who gives an ultimatum. Either you do this or I'm gone. Either you do this or, or I'm gonna do this. That means they are seeking to gain something for themselves instead of trusting God and who they are and who he's going to provide for them as a leader and the people for them to follow. I would be fleeing from those things. The other thing is, is that we need to be patient or we, or we need to endure, endure. Patience is a tough one, isn't it? Most of us do not have patience. My, 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 my greatest weakness is my patience with my family. I have lots of patience for the people that work for me, but for some reason, when I come home, it's like my patience has, has been all used up. Let me tell you something, my, my, my family needs my patience more than anything else because, because guess what? I want my family to follow me more than I want my staff to follow me. I want my kids to hold on to godly characteristics, but if I'm not showing them godly characteristics, how are they going to resemble godly characteristics when they begin to lead their family? I need to learn how to be patient. Endure. Endure through things. Endure through these 
these things, these life trials that I go through endure for the understanding that, guess what? Maybe God has something even better for me than I even realize. But how many times have I missed out on those things because I wasn't patient? I didn't endure. The other thing or other great characteristic of a, a leader we should follow is meekness. Someone who has power but is under control, is gentle. We don't want to be a leader that is a dictator that either you do it my way or get out of the way. Now, we want leaders who have power that we trust, that, that we want to follow, but that are under control. They also have something about them that shows them that are gentle. One of the things that my, that my kids, I guarantee you, would tell you that I do have a gentleness about me. They're scared of me. There's no doubt about that. There's times when they're extremely scared of me, but they also know that I love them. They know I'm going to give them a hug. They know that they know that when times get really hard, that probably, even though they don't want that hug, I'm coming to give them that hug. Why? Because not only is it important for them to see that I can lead them and guide them and be strong for them, but I can hold them and love them and be gentle with them. See, these are some great characteristics of following someone. What kind of leader are you following? You know, I get asked all the time about uh, pastors within a church and whether or not this is the right pastor or not the right pastor. In fact, we're, we're part of a church plant uh, that's happening right now. Now, I, I, don't, I don't know all the times uh, that I have thought within my mind that the best pastor is this charismatic person that people are gonna be drawn to. That's maybe a small part of it. But the reality is, is the person that we should want to follow has these characteristics. And the reason that they have these characteristics is because they're godly. They're not seeking to gain their own glory. They're seeking to do what God has called them to do. So when you think about following, who are you following? When you think about leaders, what kind of leader are you? Are you a leader that is as paving is paving the way for future followers because of the person you're following? Because let's just be real. In order to lead effectively, we need to follow people who lead effectively. If we do that, we're going to build a team of leaders that are going to make a difference within this world. Hope you've enjoyed session number two of Follow. This is Chip Nightingale, and yes, you can read.